0: Indeed. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? <laughs> we are back. We're back. Took a week off, Phil. We did. We're just all about that week off life. I just want to know what happened
1: to Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: do you mean? <laughs> You're still talking about Melvin and McGee?
1: I wanted yeah. little bee? It, it wasn't it wasn't done yet. I could tell there's more coming. I want to hear more about the little bee. Oh god, dude. <laughs> Melvin and uh what was the other McGee. Melvin and McGee. The, the little bee, dude. The saga. <laughs> the McGee. Saga continues. The little bee. Dude, that we'll get, was we'll get to that.
0: That was a soapbox last week, dude, or two weeks ago. People crying. are still talking about that, dude that is uh i mean it happened it happened ladies and gentlemen that's how it went down you know what's even funnier though well not even funnier but kind of funny there was another character in this pod in that soapbox we'll just call him palomino all right (laughs) (laughs) palomino was the guy i was throwing some drumsticks at and I was nervous all week. Like, oh, man, I hope Palomino don't listen to this, dude. I hope Palomino don't listen to this. <laughs> Palomino. And then I started talking to some of the other, like, characters. Like, I, I've had a gig with Melvin. I was like, yo, Melvin, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, bro, but, like, I told the story of you and McGee. And he's like, the little bee? And, I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, But do you think Palomino is going to listen? Because I kind of talked about him. I'm like, I embellished a little bit. Like, I made me sound like a hero. Like, I'm, like, super mad at him throwing drumsticks because he won't sing any songs. And then, sure enough, dude, on Saturday, guess who texts me? And he's like, hey, send me the link to your show. I want to listen to this story about McGee the little bee. And I'm like... And I almost was like, nah, dude, I almost sent him like, just like Stan Bicknell's new podcast or something like, yeah, this is it, bro. Oh my God. I go, all right, man, I got to give you a disclaimer, bro. Like, listen, I talked about you on this podcast. He's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, but. I don't mean any disrespect. I have nothing but respect. I just told him about like, I just kind of painted the picture like that. You don't like to sing songs at all. <laughs> and I was throwing drumsticks at you. <laughs> and He's like, what? <laughs> and so he listened and he's like, uh, what? I don't sing any songs. And I'm like, you know, I embellished a little bit. I may or may not have embellished a little bit. And then he's just like, I want to come on the show. And I'm just like, do you want to come on Monday? And then he's like, I can't Monday. So Palomino might be on this show. Oh, my gosh. On his own soapbox about me, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. And you know what, dude? The thing about this guy, Palomino, (laughs) (laughs) he's a good dude, man. He is. He's a good singer. He has always supported the drum brigade. Like, back in the day... He doesn't even play drum. Well, he plays drums a little bit. He's always rocking the shirt. But he's always rocking the shirt. i seen him rock your shirt on stage. Bought the shirt full price. Damn. Yeah. And I didn't ask him to do that. He's, I said, why do you want... You're like not really a drummer. You're a singer. And he's like, because I want to support. And here I am on the show talking about throwing drumsticks to Palomino, dude. It's
1: messed up. With
0: his back turned.
1: I've, I haven't had too many interactions with him. I've had a few. Yeah. And they've all been fantastic. I told you, I'm such a solid dude. I'm hard on singers,
0: man. I'm hard on singers. You are. I had it out with Whitney Shay. I told that story. Mm -hmm. I had it out. Well, like that one. So there. The difference is, like, I we've talked about Whitney. I like, I like her. I like her. We have nothing but respect. But Palomino, me and him work together like more than a lot of other singers in town. So there is like a camaraderie like you know we wind each other up like i see him do it way more like he him and melvin have had some (laughs) close ones where it's almost like a melvin and mcgee where i think they're (laughs) serious and they are both calling each other little bees and i'm like oh is this like but they're totally joking oh man and like so like i i there's a there's a different level of respect where it's like there's a friendship thing you know and it's it's all in fun you know i have another soapbox story to get on about that about him too that's pretty funny um but yeah man so it's uh you know i i i apologized after that gig i said hey man i think i i did i probably took it a little far throwing drumsticks at you and like kind of putting you on blast in front of everybody i'm like but you know it's all with respect. You just know, that. and he's like, "Nah, dude, it's all good." And so I'm like, "Oh my gosh, dude, Palomino!" Oh man, yeah. Um, what's up, everybody? Anyways, uh, you know I'm Corey Kingston, Funky Phil. We're just re- we're, we just have to immediately recap that la- that that thing of last week, that podcast of last week, because <laughs> it was, um, you know, we had to come in hot. We've taken some time off. And then people haven't heard of soapbox, and people are always like, yo, I missed the soapbox, so we had to come in hot with a with a real soapbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still got a list of them, though, Funky
1: Phil. <laughs> Don't sharing. get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so anyways, this is the Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 123. We're happy to be here today. Um, and, uh, you know, my week was starting off a little like I was getting, I was on the path of darkness last night. But then I, you know, I came in late, but I took my time, did my morning routine, went to the beach, went on a bike ride, and now I feel great. Plus, you came in with a coffee. Thank you. So now I'm just super amped. Yeah. It's what it takes to put this show on, you know? (laughs) I need, like, a lot of caffeine. I need to be amped. (laughs) I need to be in a good mood or a bad mood. It depends. Whatever show you want, you know? Um, But anyways, before we get into it, um, we have a lot of things going on as usual with the drum brigade and, um, we have a lot of things that we do. This show is just the platform for us to promote drum brigade, promote, promote our mantra of belonging and acceptance and, um, camaraderie over competition. And so everything that we do is in the name of having, helping drummers, musicians, people to feel like they belong and that they're in a community where they're accepted So, um, we pay a lot of attention to camaraderie over competition. This is not a place, you know, for battle drummers and all that stuff. That's cool if that's your thing, but that's just not our thing. Um, we're here to build each other up. So, um, anyways, um, it doesn't matter if you've just got, it's gotten started on the drums. It's your first time, whatever. Um, you know, we accept you because you're a drummer and you're into the same thing that we're into. So, um, to show that, of course, we have this podcast. Um, we have uh, our drum lesson program. Me and Funky Phil also both teach. Um, and so um, you can take lessons, private lessons, online lessons, all that jazz with us. We also have apparel, um, different different types of uh, things. Apparel, shirts, sweatshirts, baby shirts, girl shirts, backpacks, fanny packs, face masks, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. All, all kinds of stuff. And Tons of different designs. Tons. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says support live music, hire live musicians. And I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So all the things that you want to know are on drumbrigade.com. And then um, you can follow us on Instagram and all that stuff too. Like a little bit of a debate here on with my, with me in my mind for the Instagram. Like I keep thinking, forget the drum brigade Instagram and just do everything from my personal the so Drum Brigade Instagram is just—it's just a thing. Don't get me on that soapbox, but just—it's just, it's just <laughs> you know, we—if you go on our Instagram, I, I shouldn't say that because I want you guys to follow us, but um, there's I just put stuff up. Like I used to try to have rhyme and reason with it. Like this—this this day we post about the podcast, and this day we post about our lessons, and this day we shout somebody out, and none of that stuff works. It's garbage. Just—just just post stuff. So I might do like similar style stuff that i do on my own it doesn't matter though if i post a a, if i post me playing drums on my personal one and me playing drums on the drum brigade one mine gets like 10 times more likes and views well you're famous (laughs) drum brigade hello drum brigade (laughs) drum brigade is huge dude Um, so anyways, just follow us, you know, um, a couple more things. We have Patreon still going. Um, I don't post every week on Patreon, but it's only $5 for lessons. It's only lesson content on there. Um, and it's just like, you know, just some cool little ideas, some cool little stuff that you want to do. And then we also have a membership program that gets you one-on-one lessons and video lessons, on our website. So. Um, all right, so anyways um, all of that stuff and then also like if you want to reach out to me or funky phil Of course you can use the contact form on drum or me and funky phil's website I'm corey kingston dot com. phil pardell p-h-i-l-p-a-r-d-e-l-l Dot-com all right, let's get into it Yeah, buddy, yeah 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 yeah. oh man how's your week off Phil did you celebrate like um did you celebrate
1: something <laughs> uh, no celebrating no so I you, just did so a, what
0: you're saying is you absolutely hate Martin Luther King that's what you're saying
1: oh no <laughs> <laughs> I walked you right into that dang I'm just kidding up. Phil I'm just kidding no we had a lovely Martin Luther King junior day we had a family meal we talked nice. about him a lot listen really, to wow. his speech really cool yeah <laughs> it's teaching your boys like yeah making sure they come up right um <laughs> no it's been a good couple of weeks did a lot of recording nice recording for a buddy of mine i got real deep on this one track really? so many layers there was i can say this new macbook pro performs quite well yeah yeah I had um over a hundred tracks. what mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. for drums yeah well not not just one take it was like a lot of different layers uh-huh but it, you know it'd be like multiple mics and room mics. How
0: do you keep track of that cap- that
1: just saying that stresses me out. Oh, you just gotta put them in groups, you know Dude. Like you group them in you can make folders. and then they all and then label the folder you know this is pitched toms or whatever like i did some i tuned i recorded some toms playing you know along with the bass yeah part for fun it was it was a weird song
0: say for example so i can track drums here but we've talked about this i'm not trying to cut you off but i can get wave files for you here and then you can mix and do whatever you want but it's not the best and i don't know what i'm doing Mm-hmm. And most of the time I'm not trying to put my nice masters of maple drums right there. I'm just like, what you get is what you get. Cause you're trying to get, <laughs> but if I needed to track drums, yeah. Could I potentially do it at your house for a fee? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I might yeah. have to, because you know, like I'm probably not going to have a studio here after a few months and, um, I don't know how that's shaping up right now. Everything's up in the air. But I am going to need to be able to record some things. And so I need to just work that into my fee. Like, yeah, I have a studio I can do it at. It's affordable? Yes. Okay. (laughs) It's
1: affordable.
0: (laughs) And, um, I, you know, this is what I'm going to charge you, and this is what the studio is going to cost you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Absolutely. And I don't mind doing it on the Vessel drums. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. But I did a lot of recording. I think it turned out really really cool, getting some interesting sounds. And then um oh dude, Charlotte had a she's got like a pinched nerve in her what? neck. What? Yeah. She better Sucks. get that checked out. You know, she what? did. Okay. She did. She went and then it's like some kind of muscle spasm that oh. is Forcing her neck into a certain position that's pinching a nerve. Oh God. And causing nerve pain all the way down her arm and stuff. Oh. It was like the last it's it seems like they've got her on the she's like on the mend. Okay. From that. But there was I mean, there were some days where she couldn't she couldn't even move. Yeah. There's um a really good doctor
0: that I know that summer my wife works for on Tuesdays. Um, and he is <clears throat> a chiropractor but he's um, like a kinesiologist so it isn't like oh let me just crack that up for you like it's like they address the problem and most of the time it doesn't involve cracking you at all oh that's cool um, so something, yeah and like he's helped me with so many things dude and that's where I got that stick thing that we we're rolling our arms with that thing was yeah. cool the stick um, ladies and gentlemen I don't endorse the stick but I bought two of them one stays in my stick bag And uh, you roll your arms or your legs or whatever with this thing. And, like, it helps promote blood flow in your arms. So, like, when you play drums, it is, like, better than stretching. Yeah, it's amazing. Um,
1: So, yeah. That sucks that Charlotte has a pinched nerve, though. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, I think she's, she's on the road to recovery. But, man, it was like that
0: might be hard to play, like, guitar and piano and
1: yeah. Yeah. And she's got a, I mean, she has lessons and stuff. She took a couple of days off, but she's going back at it tomorrow. Mm.
0: Are you a f- like exclusively teaching at, at the new family
1: owned Little Dell studios? No. Oh, really? no. I haven't even taught a single lesson there yet. Well, really? Yeah. I mean, this is like, it's just, this is what we always, always wanted. We just, I haven't been able, we haven't had the space and the ability for me to teach at her facility at all. Mm. But, um, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I'll be able to do some in-person stuff. That's cool. And I think, you know, I'd imagine I'll, uh, I'm going to start, at, you know, booking a few days, trying to get a few days booked out, and then we've got this room that we can, you know, get other teachers in ah. when when I can't or, or yeah. I, whatever, but I'm, you know, I'm still going to be probably doing some video lessons from my house.
0: That's cool. I- I'm going to be sending a, at least like one or two or maybe three, one video lesson that you've had before. Sweet. And then um, one that I kind of am really looking forward to you working with for six weeks or more, or it's like two months um, and seeing, cause I've, I've, I've taught this kid since he was, since his first lesson. And now he's like, he's, he's kind of killing it. Like he still has a lot to work out, but he's only 11. And, um, I think that if my, my ideal situation would be him going with you and you being like hard on him, like, like this dude loves drums. He is a drummer. He's the real thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's, we've worked on like, like the halftime shuffle and like, he's doing ghost notes and everything. Like he's doing it when um, you posted a little clip doing that. yeah the, that was his first day the, james brown yeah the funky drummer beat like yeah. break beat but he, he we obviously if you watch that video you can't he's not playing it right and um he couldn't get the 16th notes on his right hand but um but like we're working on it that was his first day attempting it and he already kind of has a feel you know and that's the thing that i like about this kid is like he's not the best at reading but he is really good at hearing the feel and feeling it and yeah. then, like, kind of mimicking that. It's, like, it's really cool, man. Yeah, he's sounding great. And he needs to, like, clean it up, which will come in time as he gets older, you know? I think I told his dad last week that, like, he's he's um kind of reached that... He's, like, kind of gotten over the hump where now we're having fun and we're, like, collaborating. It's not like... You know, there's obviously tons of stuff to work on, tons, mm-hmm. but I think that's where, you know, like, man, you, I got to let him like kind of leave the nest and go with another teacher for a while. So I really hope that, I really hope his parents take you, take him. they remember you and like, I really hope they like do it, go with you because they, he really is interested in jazz. He's really interested in like, he's this last, last lesson. I was like, all right, man. So. I don't know why I fall into this trap of like what Dumbo drum teachers do, but I go, he, he comes in, he has like this old, like, um, uh, uh, some, some like old drum, like vintage drum book. Like, um, it's not a buddy rich book, but it's a Gene Krupa book. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. There's some great exercises in there. But, um, so we're like looking at that and like, um, we've tried to like, play sing 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 he wants to learn a swing song so we've like worked on that but that one's a little it's cool but it's like it's yeah the chart is really like weird and it's like yeah it's it's not weird it's just a lot of like subtle differences and stuff on the chart but anyways um and i don't i don't i never understand like i have a hard time reading that kind of stuff because i'm not like jazz is not my background i feel like i'm just taking i'm diving into the story without like, anyways, let me, let me, I digress. I'm not really like a jazz drummer guy, but that chart is written like with eighth notes, which is right. But, you know, it's not written like exact because it's like implied swing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I always have a hard time with, with playing and hearing and seeing. And like, it's a weird combo for me because I didn't go to school for jazz, you know? Uh-huh. Anyways. um. So this week I was like, so what are we, we going to work on? Let's like, let's start. And I'm pulling up like ups and stuff and getting ready to like, you know, I have an idea of what I want to learn, but I, what I think he should do. But I, you know, I want to hear what a lot of these kids like are where their mind is at. And so he's like, well, I really want to learn a new song. And I'm like, okay, like what, what kind of song are we thinking? And like, like a couple of weeks ago, he was like, I want to start learning some metal because he has a double bass pedal. Uh-oh. But I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so this week I was like, I fell into the trap of like, well, you know, for a like intermediate younger kid, maybe a Rush song would be cool. It'd be really challenging, but definitely doable. And so, but I'm like, I don't want to teach a Rush song, dude. <laughs> you know, like I know a lot of drummers are going to hate me saying that, but it's just what a like, it's like a cliche, like not a cliche, but like a standard drum teacher thing, like, dude, Neil Peer, Peer, whatever. <laughs> Let's learn it. Let's play it. It's the most, it's the supreme. It's like the ultimate drum cover. <laughs> that's not what I believe. So <laughs> we listened to YYZ and I'm like, what do you think about that? And I have a chart pulled up and then he's just like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, all right, well, there's another iconic beat that I think that you should learn. I'm like, have you ever heard the funky drummer? And he, was, he said, I was watching a documentary about James Brown and I was yeah. like, you were. And he's like, yeah, you should watch it. And I'm like, that's dope. So I pulled up the funky drummer and then I go, all right, so which one do you want to, which one are you into? And I thought for sure he's going to be like, yeah, it's cool drum fills, rush out, sounds good. And he's like, I want to learn the funky drummer. And I'm just like, <laughs> slow clap, buddy, <laughs>
1: slow clap.
0: <laughs> I'm like, you just made me proud today. Um, so yeah. Uh, really really cool man he's he's a he's a great student um he's my favorite like one of i love all my students of course but like he's one of my favorites just because he's he really lives and breathes drums it's like his since he was a kid i knew from the first day like this dude has something you know and he didn't know he was the kid that we developed our drumsticks because of him you mm-hmm. know like he he came in and I was, like, trying to show him, like, okay, your right hand goes here, your left hand goes there. And he was, like, looking at his hands, like, which is which? Like, he doesn't. <laughs> I go, are you right-handed or left-handed? And he's, like, looking at his hands, like, like he doesn't know. And he literally is, like, amidextrous since he was a kid. Like, he can play the same beat, left-hand lead, same beat, right-hand lead. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah, I remember or, that. Yeah. And so I developed a red stick and a blue stick because he couldn't tell his right or his left. And then I remember getting him and trying with him like, let's play a paradiddle. Red, blue, red, red. And he was like, boom, playing paradiddles like that day. It's awesome. Like, yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna be passing them your way like in the next, you know, in the summertime. And hopefully you guys will um hit it off. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'd love to work with him. I want him back, Phil. You can, of course. Okay. I'm not,
1: taking, I'm not a poacher. <laughs>
0: there's, there's a few others too. There's a few others. Um, I might, I might try to pass them to Kevin Higuchi, but I think he's going to be on tour as well in, in the summertime. So, but there's a few that he used to teach. That would be cool to, you know, that would be cool for him to jump back in with. And I always like that, you know, not that it gets stale, but it's just like, man, you, you sit with the same teacher for a long time. And some freshness comes in and especially for him, I want him to get, start getting ready for high school. And like, even though he's only 11, but I want him to be in high school jazz right now. He would, he would nail an audition for high school jazz band and he's only 11. So yeah. And I want to get him ready for Berkeley. Just kidding. <laughs> Musicians Institute. No. <laughs> um, all right. Funky Phil. So anything else? I just, I just bogarted your, your uh, weekly recap.
1: No, that's pretty much it. I'm just trying to get that. I'm excited to start the live, the in-person stuff again. Yeah. We'll be masking and stuff, but um, it'll be nice. I haven't taught in person in like two years. Wow. Man, yeah.
0: it's, a, it's a big difference. I noticed that um, when I started doing in-person, I was like, it's just so much easier and it's just so much better for the student. They just make so much more progress. There's, there is, it is, you know it is good that there's just some things like play alongs or like, you know, copying me or stuff like that where I'm just like this, there are some roadblocks that you have to work through when
1: you're teaching online and the focus. I feel like there's like a, a detached, like yeah. haze The that, hardest... that can happen with certain students where they're just like, yeah. You know, you're on a screen. It, it's not real life almost.
0: Yeah. Uh, there. The other problem too that I always see is like some of my students have like their setup is just pristine, like perfect. And then there's some that I'm just like, oh my gosh. I literally had to do a home lesson last week because I could not get one of my students to set his drums up right or tune his drums. Oof. And like, he's an older student and like, I went there and I'm just like, like, it's like his drums are set up in each corner of the room. They're just so far apart. (laughs) And so I went there and like sat behind his drums and put everything in place and showed him how to tune his drums. And like, that was his lesson for the day. And his parents were so stoked. So, um, yeah, well, um, I played a gig this weekend.
1: Yeah, not really, Phil. Schmucky Metals? No. Oh. Let's get it started. I
0: ain't trying to hear that right now. Play the tin roof.
1: Yes.
0: No. But I do have to say, Phil, guess what? <laughs> New heads? They changed the freaking heads, people. Yes, they changed the heads. Brand new. Brand new. Yes. Nice. But Uh they only changed the three toms. Snare is busted. Done and busted. What snare? Yeah. They they didn't change the kick heads? We changed the kick heads, remember? It's your old kick head. Or maybe it was my old kick head. Yeah, I don't remember. We changed all the heads. Yeah. Well, that one that I put on is still on there. And it still says this drum this <laughs> drum head was changed or swapped out by the drum brigade, drumbrigade.com. I love it. It's faded, but it's still there. If you're going to play the tin roof, make sure you bring a clutch. And now make sure you bring a snare stand because their snare stand
1: is broken. Oh, yeah. I think I, when, it's been a long time, but I think I was always bringing a clutch, obviously your snare, mm-hmm. my own kick pedal, I think I was bringing a snare stand too. Yeah, I was and uh, a throne and cymbal felts and washers. Same.
0: Yeah, I bring all of that. I bring snare, snare, snare stand, throne, kick pedal, um, cymbal felts, clutch, cymbals. Okay, so th- this gig, I, I, yeah, I don't know where to start. <laughs> Tin Roof is the worst, dude. I don't know why I freaking do this gig. It's because I had the night off, and I should have just kept the night off. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. The money that you make and the stuff that you go through for that stupid gig. So everybody everybody that listens to this knows that I have – I'm a big fan of motocross and supercross, and that was in San Diego this week. Yeah, I thought you went to that, huh? So I went to that thinking – I can probably do both. I can go during the day. I can stay for part of the race, like half of the race, and then I can leave maybe on the last race and go to my gig. <sighs> so first of all, I show up like at two o'clock to load in my, my gear. I load in and the place is packed with people. <laughs> like you can't move in there. Yeah. It, during the day, like who goes to, it's super, there's a band playing. Okay. P- football on the TV. There's tons of people there. And I'm just trying to load in to that back room. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So I load all my stuff in, put everything in the room, go to the race. Parking, $30. Ugh. $30. Oof. I park. I go to the race, try to enjoy myself. But then the singer, the band leader, is like, load-ins at 9 o'clock. He's like... We're all running our own in-ears. And so I'm like, okay, I don't need to run in-ears, but I will, which it ended up being way better. Way, 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 way better. But I had to bring an overhead. There's more equipment that I had to bring. So I'm like, I just go and like do my day. And then it's like 8.45, I'm at Petco Park. And I'm like, well, I gotta go because I don't wanna be late. And I I know they're expecting me to be late because they know I'm at a different event. 8.45, 8.45, I cruise over to the, to Tin Roof, like, in a hurry. There's a band playing.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm like, okay. So I just, like, it's load-ins at 9, right? So I just bring my, like, equipment out, put it next to the stage. The band is not stopping. Sweet. And so I'm sitting there watching the race on my phone that I was just at, thinking I could have been right there, like, I see where my seat is in the stands. That could have been me. But I'm here to load in on time. So I'm a professional, but nobody else is here. And there's another freaking band on stage. Dang it. So I'm texting. I'm texting the guy. I'm texting the singer guy like, yo, are we playing tonight? He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, there's a band on stage. I'm here. Where is everybody? I left my thing. Early, like me being like a little bee, like complaining that "Uh, I could have been at motocross. (laughs) Anyways, he's just, he's like not even responding. He's just like, whatever, dude, this is Corey on a soapbox, a live soapbox complaining. I'm like, my time is valuable. (laughs) And he's just, whatever, bro. All right. Uh. So I load in. I'm like, oh, new heads. Neat. Okay. Start putting my stuff together. And I'm like, where's my kick pedal? And I'm like, you know, I where's my stuff? So I go back in the room, tear the room apart. No kick pedal. Oh, no. I'm like sitting behind the drums. I'm already over it because I'm like, did you lie and say that it was 9 o'clock when it's really 9.30? Like, just say 9.30. Then I'll be there at 9.30. But, like, it, it, he, it was a misunderstanding. He was like, load-ins at 9.00. Sound check's at 9.30, but the band didn't stop playing until 9.35, so that's <laughs> why I'm like, dude, you know, <laughs> anyways, now I'm in the kick, so now my mind is already pissed off at that, yeah. and then the kick pedal thing, and I'm like, where the heck is my kick pedal? And like, I see the last drummer, which he was super cool, he like, we knew each other, I don't know where, but I see he has a DW9000 pedal, I'm like, is that my freaking pedal? But I'm like, no, there's no way this dude wouldn't do that. He had to bring his own pedal. So, but now I'm just like, I, there was the place was full. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw me loading in my drums. Yeah, somebody probably just ran in and snaked my my thing. So the sound man's like, dude, I've been here all day. That's never happened. I've never seen anybody steal anything from here. And I'm just like, well, somebody stole my kick pedal. And I'm, dude, I'm now I'm full on like I'm soapbox Corey. I bet I can't imagine. Yeah. I have my whole drum set up, I'm like plugging in mics, I'm plugging in stuff, and I'm like, yo, I don't know what to tell you, man. I said, I don't know how we're going to play tonight with no kick pedal, but I'm like, whatever. I'm just, dude, I'm just like, whatever, I'm about to go home. And so the guy is like putting, he's like stressed out because of sound check, and we're running late. So he's like, I don't know, whatever, just do what you got to do. And he's just like plugging stuff in. So, you know, we weren't like getting in a fight, but I was just kind of like, Whatever. Not my like, not my band, not my problem. But now I have like a 300 hundred and fifty dollar pedal missing. What am I gonna do now? And so I'm, I'm throwing a fit, dude. All the musicians are like, "Hey, Corey, how's it going, man? Like, I don't know if you remember me." And I'm just like, "Yeah, whatever, dude." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Dude, this guy," and I'm just like, "Look, man, somebody stole my pedal. All right, I don't know how we're gonna play tonight. I don't know how we're gonna play tonight. Do you know how you're gonna play tonight? Like, I'm. Um, this is my attitude." <laughs> They're like, sorry, bro. Jeez. And I'm just like, they're like, you know, did you look at here? I'm like, of course I looked here. Like, what do you think? I'm like, I tore the room apart. Are you sure you didn't leave it in your car? I'm like, I brought everything in. I'm like, somebody stole my kick pedal. They're just... All right, man. Yeah, well, good to see you. I'm just like whatever. The singer I've never worked with. She comes up. She's like, "Hey, um, I'm I'm Amanda. Nice to meet you." And I'm like, "Hey, I'm Corey." I'm like, "I'm just a little stressed right now." All right, I'm sorry. I'm just a little stressed. I just I think somebody stole my pedal, and you know. But nice to meet you. Looking forward to playing with you. Whatever. You're a beautiful bride. Whatever. You know what I mean. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're you're <a> beautiful bride. <laughs> and so I'm hot, dude. I'm hot, and I'm like. I set everything up and then I go, yo, I'm going to go walk to my car and make sure I didn't leave it in the car, but I'm sure somebody stole my pedal. I'm like, but I'm going to go check. I'm like, it's the only thing I can do, right? And he's like, do what you got to do. So I just headphones in, take a walk, go walk to my car, open up the back. There's a DW9000 pedal in my car. I'm here accusing everybody and their mother of stealing, (laughs) stealing my DW9000 pedal, never loaded it in.
1: I'm pointing fingers, dude. Being a straight jerk to everybody. Jerk to everyone. I was like, "Nice to meet you." You are like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, did you take my pedal? (laughs) Did you take my pedal? I bet you took my pedal. (laughs) I am like, I bet you thought the previous drummer totally took your pedal. No,
0: I didn't think he did. But I was just like, I hope he did. I hope he didn't.
1: You know. So obviously, someone took your pedal and put it back in your car. Yes, while you were. That's what I am going with. Yeah, Yeah, clearly. yeah. Yeah,
0: and so, dude, the whole day though, I've been thinking. Like, I try to put, space my stuff out so it's not just like a pile of drums on a cart ready to just wheel out. Yeah. So I try to, like, put the, like, cymbals over here, like, some clothes over it, like, so that no one's going to walk and be like, oh, well, here's a snare. I'll just use this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I did picture that happening. And so that's what I was thinking. Like, did the drummer come in and be like, yo, like, I forgot my kick pedal. Let me just go check and see if there's one back there. Oh, here's one. I'll just use this one,
1: but they were already playing when you, when you load it. Yeah,
0: no, there was, that was a different band Oh. and they didn't have a drummer.
1: Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. So
0: I was just like, maybe that's what happened. And then I was going to be on a soapbox like, yo, you ever just like use somebody else's stuff like, and you know, and, but then I was like, no, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's a really good drummer too. Um, And so I wasn't accusing him of that, but I was just like, maybe that's what happened. Either somebody just came in drunk and stole it, or maybe like the sound guy was like, well, we have this one back here, but I don't know whose it is, but you can just use it until the next drummer comes in. Like I was thinking that went down. Yeah. So I immediately asked the sound man, hey, have you seen my kick pedal? And then he was, like, a ball of stress because of how, like, aggressive I was coming towards him. Like, yo, you got my kick pedal? What? Like, (laughs) already convinced in my mind that that's what went down. (laughs) And so, yeah, there it was. So I'm immediately walking back, texting, like, everybody. Hey, guys, sorry. It's my bad. This is 100% my fault. I left it in my car. I don't know how I did it. I was parked in a fire zone and just, like, loaded in really quick. Bar was full. I was stressing out. I was in a hurry. Somehow, I didn't bring my kick pedal. (laughs) And so they're like, thank God. Oh, man, we were so worried. And I'm just like, it's my bad. I'm sorry. And then I felt bad for like being all sassy on the text like my time is valuable you should have told me 930 (laughs) 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 like what heck kind of person am I (laughs) it's the stupid tin roof dude (laughs) I left my event early I have to play for three hours straight I'm not making good money they don't even offer you water I have to bring like cycling bottles full of water that are next to me that I could just squirt in my mouth in between two songs (sighs) Oh, man. But I wore in-ears, and it was night and day difference. Night and day. And then, like, yeah, it was... Dude, the other situation was the bass player sits up next to me. He's in a mask the whole time. He sits up next to me. He's like, hey, Corey, how's it going, man? And he, like, says hello. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And, I, you know, we got off on the wrong foot because of my kick pedal. I was in a bad mood. Yeah. We play the whole night. Not a bad bass player at all. But I'm still in a bad mood. (laughs) not a bad bass player like really good yeah but he's not like doing cues and stuff with me he's not like dropping out on one you know and like i'm dropping out on one but then he's still playing there's no eye contact there's no nothing but for what it's worth i probably rubbed him the wrong way with my funky attitude okay so like (laughs) he's probably scared to look at you
1: he's like this dude hates me
0: Uh, there was none of that yeah like vibe Right. You know, that he does something and I'm like, yeah, or I yeah. do something and, he, you know, there was none of that. It was just play the gig three hours straight up. Oh, that's rough. At the end of the night, he's like, hey, man, yeah, so great playing with you. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I'm like, you too. And then I'm like looking at him, I'm like, wait, have we worked together before? And he's like, yeah, we did like a jazz record together. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't recognize you with your, your hat and your, your mask on. We did like, we didn't do a record, but we did a uh, rec. We've done a bunch of gigs together, dude. Like me and him and Anthony Smith and, and for Retrosonic with, with Rebecca Jade and like nice suit and that gig, I was out of my element. It was like odd time, like jazz, you know, we did like some videos that like, I'm not proud of and like. He was killer on that, man. He was like really, really, really good and polished jazz player. Hmm. So I was like, oh, man. So I was like happy that I was like, yeah, you know that stuff? I said that was really out of my element and like stretching me out. It was really hard for me to like do that stuff and read the charts and, and play it. And he's like, oh, I thought you did great. And I'm just like, oh, man. He's, I'm like, thank you. But I'm like, really great to play with you again. I'm like started off a little rough because I thought my my pedal was stolen. But. I'm like, you've played great, and I hope we can work together again soon. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. I love it. And that's soapbox number one. So good. I ain't trying to hear that right now. So (laughs) good.
1: Accusing people. So good. I love it. pointing fingers, dude. I've been there. You know? It happens. But dude. Especially when you're like already, I mean, dude, when you have to go play that spot, I know, I know what you mean. And it's like the parking, the expenses, the stress. Just, I mean, just driving around downtown. Exactly. And and you get like flustered, and you, you know, and then before you know it, you're just in a, in a bad mood. Totally me. (laughs) You know what
0: else too? That gig ends at one, and then you like you pack up and you leave probably about one thirty. I'm terrified to drive home from downtown San Diego at that late at night. Oh,
1: there's so many drunk bozos, dude.
0: Everybody. Everybody is hammered, fighting,
1: puking in the puking, street. You gotta like, like step over piles of vomit. Yeah, it's gross.
0: It's it's a disaster down there. And then like there was the Supercross, so everybody's party. Everybody's already drunk at Supercross. Oh. And then coming to an after party, it's like I'm terrified driving home. Like, yeah. and so that's it's just not worth it. But this is this is a situation, man. Life as a musician, where you're like, you know, it's January. You know, through March is like slow season for pretty much all of us, you yeah. know, and I don't have yeah. a residency anymore. So, like, I have to take that gig. And um, I had a gig, but it got canceled because these because of COVID. Mm. And that's the thing about the Schmucky Metals is they don't, like, cancel the gig. They, quote, unquote, reschedule the gig so they don't have to pay you any money. That's bunk. Yeah. So it's like. It got canceled, even though it was on my books, and I probably turned down other gigs. And I can't, I don't know that for sure, but, you know, in retrospect, in in theory, and then they're like, oh, it's canceled, and then they just put it on your books for the same month next month. I mean, next, sorry, next year. Wow. So it's like, so they're like, well, no, the gig didn't cancel. It got rescheduled.
1: It's like, yeah, I get it. Whatever. I was supposed to have a gig on Saturday. It got canceled. Yeah. And I still got paid. See? You see?
0: (laughs) You see Schmucky Metals?
1: Yeah. I think there needs to be... I wasn't expecting it, but it was a really
0: nice I think there needs to be an internal investigation of the unprofessionalism of
1: the Schmucky Metals. That's something that McGee said (laughs) as a reference. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, dude, like if if you've blocked time off on your schedule Mm -hmm. for an event for them that you're expecting to be Paid for, that makes it so you can't book work right. that day. And then if they pull it out, you you can't. And yeah. you know they cancel the gig; it's too late for you to book more work. A lot of the times, right? Uh, well, to replace it, so they're
0: like, "Well, no, it's just been postponed a few days. You still get the money; you just not this weekend. You'll get it next year. <laughs> next year, yeah. That's that sucks. It's dumb. It's really dumb. But you know, whatever. You know." And then you got like the, the band leader calling you a little b. It's like, <laughs> so many things going on. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true, what else? Tell all your friends. Also very true, what else? Join the Patreon all good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got Women's shirts. We got kids shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We've got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style, and you are part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh yeah. (laughs) All right, so um, there's another thing. What time is it, Funky Phil? Man, I got like two. This one's a quick one. Okay. (laughs) All right, quickly. Uh, A a a Um, Couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, I'm on my gig. A wedding gig, and um, long gig. Another another situation, but it's all the usual characters, you know. Melvin, Melvin, mm-hmm. Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith's a great hang and an amazing musician. He's come on the show. All true things. Yeah, author, book, author. His book is yeah. amazing. The lizard that stay, the lizard stays in the cage. Amazing book, so funny. I gotta read it. Yeah, it's so good. It's just all like road stories, and they're all funny. I uh, bet. Um. So, uh, now listen, disclaimer, I don't get involved in politics. I'm entertained by politics, Mm -hmm. but I don't get involved in politics. I'm not left wing or right wing. They're all part of the same bird as Ice-T said, in my opinion. Okay. (laughs) So I'm, you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to any of that stuff. Cool. Um, unlike you, Phil, storming the Capitol.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get me arrested
0: or something. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, we play our gig. It's a normal gig. There's a lot of vendors that are at these gigs now, you know, like, like anyways, flower people, caterers, bartenders, wedding planners, all that stuff. Um, photographers, you know, we're all doing, we're all there to do our job musicians are the most outspoken and think that we should be treated differently whatever but you know it is what it is it goes without saying at the end of the night we're all packing our stuff up and we're just continuing our conversation we talk about everything dude politics and i don't really get involved in like a lot of those but you know i'm here for the entertainment (laughs) so like i was telling telling melvin hey man like um I was at, I went to a supercross race last week and like it was in Orange County and you know, that's like a real, like, you know, like, I don't know, like conservative, conservative, like yeah. Trump supporting kind of crowd. Uh-huh. And I was like, and the whole crowd was chanting, let's go Brandon, which is like that code thing for F Joe Biden. Oh okay. yeah. And like, and so I'm not voicing an opinion. I'm just saying that's what happened. Okay. And then he goes, what does that mean? And I go, oh, it means what I just said. It means it's a code thing. And so he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how it got started. So then Anthony Smith goes, yeah, it happened like uh, apparently it happened at a, a NASCAR race where like the guy, I guess the guy's name was Brandon and he was getting interviewed and the crowd was yelling blank Joe Biden But then the person interviewing him is like, oh, isn't that nice? They're saying, let's go, Brandon. They're all supporting you. And that's how it got started. Whoa. Apparently. Yes. Bizarre. And so now it's a thing. You see all these dudes with like, let's go, Brandon shirts and hats and flags and they're chanting it at games. And yeah. So that's, I mean, what I just said to you was the extent of the conversation. Okay. Does that sound like an opinion to you? No. Okay. Okay. He asked what it was. We explained it. I'm like, it's just crazy that, like, that's what people are doing now. At a sporting event, they're doing that. That is crazy. (laughs) One of the vendors, like, this old lady, like, looking, like, she looked like she was, like, in her 60s, collecting flowers off the stage and off the tables, like, comes up to the stage and is like, I heard what you said. You should be ashamed of yourself. I heard that. Let's go, Brandon. She's like... The the authoritarians are coming after you, and they're going to kill you first. And then she just starts packing up the flowers. And we're all like, what? What? Wait a minute here. And she's like, you heard what I said. They're going to kill you first. Whoa. And she was kind of like, rightly so. They're going to kill you first. You heard what I said. And then just starts packing flowers, like, into a bag. Wait, wait.
1: Sorry, I'm confused. So did she think that you... You subscribe to that? Yes. That leaning of yes, political. Ep- all of us. Oh wow! So she was like, <laughs>
0: yeah, she was full on, dude. <laughs> so she was. Just to be clear, for you guys that don't know, she was not in favor of like she was not a Trump supporting. Let's go, Brandon. Person. She was
1: other. She other was end of in the support spectrum. of okay. Brandon. Of okay. <laughs> Biden. Aggressively so. Aggressively. Wow. Like,
0: as aggressive as the Trump people.
1: I bet she just forgot her bass drum pedal in the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened because she was not having it. And we were like, what? And then she's just like, she's yelling. Dude, she's yelling. She's just how, shame on you. Shame on all of you. How dare you say that about somebody? And we're like, we're not saying that. We're just telling them. And then like, and we're, I'm like, yo, we're just having a conversation. And then she's like, she's like, they're coming for you first. She's like, they're trying to silence you. They're trying to silence me. They're coming for you first. And I, we're like, did you just threaten us? Did you just say somebody's going to come and kill us? That's what I said. And we're like, oh my gosh. And so Anthony goes, hey, you know what? We're having a separate conversation, so why don't you mind your own business? And she's like, they're going to kill you first. (laughs) I'm just like, what the (laughs) heck is happening? I'm like, I didn't even vote. She said that to Anthony Smith. Yeah. Anthony's like, mind (laughs) your own business, lady. And I'm like, yeah, Karen. And she's like. (laughs) Oh, no. You called her Karen. She's just head down, putting flowers away. Putting flowers away. And so I go, I go, I voted for Jesus. And she's <laughs> like, well, he's not running. And she just, <laughs> she's <laughs> across the room. Well, he's not running. And just like put flowers in. I'm like, what in the world is happening? We're just musicians like packing up after a gig, trying to talk to each other about whatever.
1: That's Why are amazing. you even listening to us? And she made such a concrete decision yeah. <laughs> on what you guys were to say, like the context. Yeah. By hearing it, you know, secondhand
0: 100% like, yeah, all of us have Trump flags in our bags Clearly. Musicians Yeah, Like, I don't even know any <laughs> conservative musicians <laughs> Like, it, what the heck are you talking about, lady? Oh my god
1: the fl- So, she was part of the flower service? Yes
0: Yeah That's amazing.
1: I mean, people are out of their minds, dude That's
0: crazy. I'm not, look, again I'm not I'm not choosing sides here. All right. Like I'm not, I'm not getting involved in that. I was just simply saying what it is just like, Hey, this is what I saw on the news. Yeah. That's what happened. And then somebody going, Oh, obviously since you're saying that
1: you believe this. And you, and it, I mean, especially cause you're bringing it up about like, it's, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. How polarized and political everything has become. Dude. If it was like a, a Biden
0: rally at the Supercross I would have been like dude I was at Supercross You would not believe it all these people showed up with Biden flags it's crazy Yeah you know it's the same thing
1: Yeah so I'm Like it, yeah they should be Chanting something about motorcycles Yeah or doing whatever your Super X flippy they don't spin, do flip spin, so. <laughs> spin move or whatever. Oh,
0: my gosh. It's not what it is. You were at the X, Games, right? no, the X Games, right? Oh, my This is Oh, my goodness. Don't make me get on another soapbox. <laughs> All right, lady. Keep it in your pants. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Sheesh. <laughs>
1: they're going to kill you first.
0: <laughs> they're coming for you, dude, and they're going to kill you first. Who says that to people? You just walk up to people and say that? Dude, you have got to be kidding me. Those bananas. I've said some crazy things, but I've never said they're going to kill you first. It's crazy. Wow. Just for saying this is what Let's Go Brandon means. Just for saying that they're going to kill me. Now I'm putting it on a podcast. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Dude. (laughs) We're dead. We're dead. Gosh. It's funny how there's like, you know there's extreme feelings on both ends of the spectrum that have similar behaviors. That really put it in
0: perspective (laughs) for me because I have never seen that. Like we all know that like, dude, if like people get, people get crazy about what they believe and that's fine and and that's all good. And you know, I have my own beliefs too. Everybody does. So like, but the thing is when you're extreme on both sides, you're the same person. You're just like, you, we were like, all of us were like, you see, you see, it's not just those kind of people. It's uh-huh. these kind of people too. Yeah. You know, and they're both the same. Yeah. Crazy. It's a crazy world, man.
1: Gonna kill you first.
0: <laughs> they just, Dude, this lady was old, older, small. Like she came up to like a band of people, like a band. Chris Lee. A big dude, the singer was like a close, close to that big. I'm six foot four. Anthony is about six foot two. A McGee, of, that's a lot of big people. McGee, will like he said it on the other podcast,
1: he'll just rip your face right off.
0: <laughs> rip your face right Throw off. He doesn't care. Spit on it. I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> call her a little bee. She was an actual little bee. <laughs> <laughs> she was very little. No. <laughs> And, like, we all just kind of stood there with our mouths open. Like, what? This lady's got some gall. I love it. Yeah. She means what she says, dude. They're going to kill you first. She is not afraid to say it.
1: Well, is there an update to... I'm dying. I need to know. Is there an update to Melvin and McGee, the saga?
0: Not really. No? Because apparently it's been... So, well, yes. Okay. McGee has been officially banned worldwide from Schmucky Metals Bands, United.
1: Whoa. He cannot
0: work with them ever. Okay. Anymore. Uh, The fiance, I don't know. But McGee is, well, I mean, he's the one who said, take me off the gigs. So he kind of did it to himself. He quit and got fired or whatever at the same time. Mm -hmm. So Melvin is saying, Yeah, it's done. We're not going to talk about it anymore. I don't need to... We're not going to meet up. It's nothing like that. It's just done. Okay. And believe me, I want both of them to come on and just duke it out. But I'm talking about coming on the show. You mean verbally duke it out? Yeah. I don't want them to fight. I just want them to... I want them to either come on, talk it over, and be like, let's let bygones be bygones, water under the bridge, or? Round two, dude. Ding, ding, ding. Round two. Where's my bass drum pedal? Yeah.
1: It's, be nine, in it's there 9,000.
0: Yeah. Well... It's, it's the most expensive one. It's your lucky day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please welcome Melvin to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did try <laughs> to get Melvin to come on today. Oh, man. That'd be good. Yeah. Um. So, but, yeah, he, he said, like, what time and then... But, yeah. It's just good. It's just, it's just what it is. But, I'm pretty sure McGee hasn't heard the show, which is a good thing. McGee, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it is what it is, but man, that was a uh, eventful. It was a good, made
1: for a good podcast. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe maybe there will be more developments. What later. do you want
0: me to like text him and be like, "Oh, I heard Melvin was talking about your mom." Yeah. <laughs> <It>
1: was... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? Well, I mean, just remember, like last time, you, you said they were like you were being brought in on an email oh, yeah. thread personally as like witness or something. Yeah. I was like, how did that, what happened there?
0: Um, okay. So what happened was, man, I might be saying too much information, but whatever. It's my show. Um, they, that went down. I was like, you better not, they better not call me. And then I was like, actually do have them call me. I'll talk to them. I'll tell him exactly what went down. And instead I told it what went down on the podcast. But then the other guy, one of the higher ups for Schmucky Metals, mm-hmm. like like districtly, you know, like maybe all of this territory or zone or whatever, got involved and then was like, wait, are we talking about McGee? This guy, McGee? And he's like, yeah, and then he's like, Oh, that dude's done. I've worked with him before. I know exactly who he is. Oh, so I told you he has a reputation yeah. a reputation for like not being, not being a bad singer. Cause he's a really good singer. And like I said, also me and him have always been cool. He's like never done anything to me to be like, I don't really care for that dude. Cause he's always like professional, never gotten into an argument. Nothing like that. He's always been professional with me. Yeah. Um, but I have seen some things with other musicians where I'm like, I can see how that could go south. Mm. And um, and like I've seen a, a guitar player in particular that gets along with everyone. Yeah. Like everyone that does not like McGee. Mm. Does not like him. I've seen this guitar player that I've never seen him get in an argument with anybody. I've seen him flip his lid on a gig. Yeah. So... And there's a few guys out there and a and and a few girls quite a few girls that are like not down with this dude mm-hmm. um but for me we've always been cool yeah you know so I, and and like you know the story of him and Melvin is like it's it's like how I am with politics I'm just telling the story man I'm not like getting involved in like saying like this is what I think of you and your situation I think that it was a great story for a gig. It <laughs> was a good one. <laughs> but yeah. I think that you still like when you do do your job, you don't do a bad job. You you sing well. You always look sharp. You know, you, you do your thing. So, you know, but I thought that that was rather unprofessional and not fair for all the other musicians on the gig that night. So that's it. But um, so for him to have that reputation where other musicians are like, nah, dude, he's done. Says something. You're not going to get rid of Melvin. Mm-mm. I said, though, to another guitar player, like, yo, we lost our chance. Like we could have just been like, hey, I have a com- I have a like, you know, a complaint about Melvin. I think he's very <laughs> unprofessional. <laughs> 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 like he's done this and done that. We could have got rid of him. You know?
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: that have been so messed up. Melvin's like, Yeah, you lost your chance because now they're like, You guys not only did that, but you kind of had my back. So now it's like, whatever. You know, they're not going to believe anything.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you get. Okay. So nothing new to report, don't, really. like, yeah, don't, if you want to keep your job, don't be stupid. Don't do stuff like that. Show up on time. Get along with people. It's fine to have an off night and, you know, like, you know, maybe get like, you know, voice your opinion or be like, come on, dude. But don't do that. Be a professional. You're there to do a job. You know, Go check your car for your kick pedal. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Found it. Played the gig. Played the whole gig. And you know what? I wasn't even (laughs) late. They weren't even ready when I got back. They weren't even ready. How did the Toms sound? Uh, They're Remo Heads. I don't play Remo Heads, so no. they but they sound fine. They're just a little thin-sounding, and whoever tuned them up doesn't know how to tune, so the floor tom sounds a little high-pitched, but mm. it's fine. It's fine. It didn't sound bad. It so, I mean, it sounds way better than they did, you know, and um, they're just—it is what it is, man. I'm just happy that they replaced them, yeah. and they have a kick kick pedal—I mean, a kick— Um. they have a kick drum head in the back room, but they were like, well, this one's not even done because the, like, 10-inch rack was broken. And it was like, you know, the first ply was busted. Oh, so it is what it is. It's I'm just glad that they did something, you know, they could. And I don't blame them for like not buying symbol felts or, or clutches or anything like that, because as soon as they put them on, somebody walks out with them. Yeah. So I I do wish that they had a proper kick pedal and a proper snare drum stand like why not have a proper snare stand but in a throne
1: would be cool a
0: Throne. they i think they have they had a throne but i just it's flimsy i have
1: if i remember it the throne actual seat top was broken oh my god like the wood you know it's like a bunch of padding on a piece of wood basically mm-hmm. the wood was cracked uh. on one side that's why i always brought my own because i was like I was, my back was killing me by the end of yeah. the night when I tried sitting on theirs because it, it was like, you
0: can't sit on that unstable. throne for three hours straight, yeah. man. At least I can't. But I I always, I mean, I bring my, I bring the Porter and Davies now on every gig and Boom. it's a game changer,
1: especially at that place. Give it to me. I want it. <laughs> Dude, you should get, I'm, I'm going to steal it from you. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time, Phil. And then pretend someone else took it. <laughs> and I'm going to look
0: in my car and then I'm going to be all pissed yeah. if somebody stole that, I'm pissed. You know yeah. what it was, too, is, like, I, my stuff is insured, but I was already thinking, like, oh, did
1: so, so I could steal it, and they would just give you a new one. No. Yeah. It's going to be a
0: lot of work throughs, and it's a few-week process to get it shipped out. I'm just out. kidding. I'm not going to steal it. If you want to steal stone. something, steal my symbols,
1: because then I, I can get
0: <sighs> Nobody wants those, dude. Is it Dilgen? How do you say it <laughs> a What is wrong with you, Dilgen? <laughs> <Dude. laughs> I'm actually torn again Phil I actually kind of do like my symbols and I see a couple That I'm like ooh that's nice You can't walk it back I know. I, no if I had the choice 100% I'm going with Meinl I just made the decision that When this Zildjian cracks I'm replacing this one With a Meinl and I'm just Going to have mixed match symbols for a while Cool one crash here one crash There High hats here high hats there Yeah yeah and I Just, just going to do it that way and then I'll have diligence at home or whatever, and minals. All like, right, I'm replacing them with minals. You got another soapbox? I do, but we're out of time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna. I have another one that's at home. It's it's maybe a little bit longer of a story, and it's not a recent soapbox. It's something that happened over our break. So it's fine. It's all good. I got two soapboxes off my chest.
1: Okay, we'll keep the, we'll keep chipping away at the at the pile. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's. It's a bit of a mountain though.
0: Yeah, I got some um, you know, it's it's kind of more of like a story like like the Melvin one.
1: Okay, so we won't have we won't have time for that.
0: Yeah. And it, it's not that big of a deal, but it's like, you know, I got to I I can't come in hot like that every day. I have to have normal soap boxes. And then yeah, you know. And then like this weekend I have a gig, so you know, I'll
1: probably have another um something. I'm playing bump freeze tonight. Oh. Well, in the fishbowl <laughs> They don't do that anymore. Oh,
0: Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about? Do they do, do they do electric drums there? No. Oh, just, you got to bring, I bring my own drums. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not the problem, Phil. You play, you don't play quiet, but you're, you, like when I show up for some reason, they're like, let's get the fishbowl. This guy's loud. And I'm like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm normal, but yeah, well, maybe they use it some, some nights. I don't know. Um, i'm contemplating turning a room in my house dude another story about my my house Mm. has gotten in it's gotten to be much better i don't think we're trying to move now oh that's great our full foolish guy that we don't like too much yeah he moved out well moved out is kind of that's premature oh (laughs) so he doesn't use the kitchen anymore. I thought he was gone. He was supposed to be gone months ago. Dang Basically, it. he took all of his stuff out of the kitchen and dumped it in front of the door out on the, on, in the house. Classy. So it is a pile of crap getting rained on and just junk. And he is not moving anything. Rad. And he's still there living in one of the rooms. Like, I don't know if there's any facilitations. Like, faci- like there's no shower. Now he has no kitchen. I don't know what this dude is doing. It's He's like squatting? basically squatting. Yeah. Ooh. He's an older guy too. But we restored, refurbished, replenished, redid our kitchen. And it's only ours. And it is so dope. That's huge. Holy moly. It looks, I'll show you pictures after. It looks amazing. Um, And then our house is all done. Summer has like an office in the regular room now. And like there's space. <laughs> it's open space. But now, when he officially moves out, I'm thinking about turning our entryway to the kitchen into a drum room. And I'm, but I'm thinking about teaching online and stuff there, but with electric drums.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, sometimes it's the way to go. You know. Yeah. So and, and you I, could always like if if uh, I mean a lot of times you could just use them as triggers even and and have them like you know, triggering better sounding, you know, software drums on your laptop. Yeah, I might do that.
0: So I don't know. I have a a lot to think about, but having, I I think even like it's set up in a cool way where the kids can come to my house and I can just teach them there like I do here. It's only a a mile up the street or if that half a mile up the street. So if they're coming here, they might as well just come to my house. So I don't know, something to think about. Um, But I don't know also if I should sell these Tama kits to put towards – I can't get too much for them, but to put towards um, electronic drums or what. But I don't know. I don't really need those drums, but I don't know. Something to think about. Cool.
1: You got all those super pads.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I wish I had those. I I ended up – the new spot, I just got mesh heads because – I hate mesh heads, super pads are low in stock, and I couldn't really f- afford them yet, yeah, for the spot, but
0: I think I have some mesh heads still somewhere yeah. I was supposed to give them away, and I never did.
1: They're so quiet, yeah, they're like so they're too quiet compared to the quiet symbols, yeah, but I think i've gotta think I've got a move that's gonna fix that, Micing them no, I'm not gonna tell you right now, all right, triggers, I got it no I'm keeping it secret right until I try it yeah I was thinking about real. getting the super pad electric ones but I'm like they don't even have them on their site anymore yeah I don't know if they make them
0: and then like the electric heads don't they're just as loud as drum heads so I can run this setup but there's too it takes up too much room for the little space I just need some little simple e-drums yeah yeah alright let's wrap this thing up Phil it's been a great great show Yeah, it has. Um, And it's been, you know, I'm I'm feeling much lighter because I got those two soapboxes off my chest. First of all, people, stop stealing my kick pedal. I'm sorry. And stop trying to run up to me telling me somebody's going to kill me because of your political views.
1: I'm sorry for that, too. Yeah, lady. Both times it was me. (laughs) and Tin roof i just missed out fire you. dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> san diego stop with the 30 dollar parking don't tell me it's time to load in when it's not really that time you know all the all the above tired of this man yeah all right guys thank you so much for listening week after week thanks for dealing with us having weeks off and all that stuff but you know we just do the show whenever we want it's our world yeah um, if you guys want any, like, drumsticks, T-shirts, any of that stuff, please visit drumbrigade.com. Drum lessons, me and Funky Phil. Little Dell Studio, too, if you want some amazing <laughs> vocal lessons, piano lessons, guitar lessons, ukulele lessons, I think. Maybe. Anything you want. She does it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, bass lessons, if you want it. Probably. Yeah, man. <laughs> Modeling lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Um <laughs> so uh yeah and um go see Funky Phil tonight, even though this podcast won't be out until tomorrow. I expect you to be there. Be there, yeah, people. Um tonight at well if you get it to me before it could be out today. But um mm. yeah, tonight in uh at um what is it called? Humphreys. Humphreys, yeah, Humphreys. The big stage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I played the big stage one time, like maybe two times. No mics, no lights, no what? PA, no nothing. What? No mics at all.
1: What was it? A it was drum like a circle? wedding.
0: <laughs> it was like a wedding, and they're like, yeah, you guys can set up on there. It's like the hugest stage. No mics on the drums at all. No drum riser, no nothing. Just that's awesome. <laughs> it's a, you feel really small. <laughs> <It's> so dumb. <laughs> so um, but I played that, <laughs> that stage for real, and it's cool. Yeah, I bet. So. Alright, guys. Once again, drumbrigade.com. Thank you, Funky Phil. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh thank you guys for listening. Drum Brigade Podcast, Episode 123. Yay! a legend.
1: You're funky, man. Zappa.
0: Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing, like and subscribe.